technology, when it works, it's great. When it doesn't, well, not so much. On this episode of Podcastification, I want to teach you how to make sure that your long-distance recordings, whether it be on Skype or some other service, are more likely to come out good. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Welcome back to Podcastification. My name is Kerry Green from PodcastFastTrack.com, and I am so excited to talk to you today about this thing of technical issues. I mean, we've all been on a Skype recording or a Zencaster or a Ringer, and we've had that issue where something happens, and you don't always even know what it is, but it causes your recording, well, to go kind of haywire. What can you do to avoid those kinds of things? And that's really the focus of this episode is to avoid those things in the first place. Because when they're happening, there's not usually much you can do because you're using a third-party software like Skype or like Ringer that you just really can't do anything about. You're going to have to deal with it after the fact. But when you're preparing for a podcast interview or conversation with someone across the internet, there are some things you can do. To make the chances that your particular recording session that you're going to be doing is going to be trouble-free. And on this episode, I've got my big cup of coffee here that my daughter got me from Ireland when she visited there. And man, it's a massive thing. It's got 16 ounces. So I'm juiced up and I'm ready to go. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's dive in. Okay, to prevent those technical things that happen sometimes when you're doing a long-distance recording, you need to plan ahead. And what I'm going to suggest to you, first of all, is that you make sure that you're doing your recording session for that particular conversation on a hard-wired connection. In other words, not Wi-Fi. And why is that? Well, you've got some kind of, you know, spatial thing happening between your computer and your router, wherever your Wi-Fi router is when you're doing Wi-Fi. So anything that could disrupt that signal out there in the ether, where however that happens, could cause issues for your particular recording. It could be, you know, someone's cell phone, perhaps. It could be another computer that's on Wi-Fi. I mean, you're sharing bandwidth, so to speak, or you're potentially sharing bandwidth when, when you're on Wi-Fi. But if you connect directly to your router using an ethernet cable, you're able to get a dedicated connection where your computer and your computer only is using that bandwidth that is dedicated through that port on your router. So that's my first recommendation is use a hardwire connection. 
And I would also suggest that you have the conversation with your guest about using a hardwired connection. Now think about that. You can't control everything on your guest side. They're going to do what they want to do. But if you can suggest that they use a hardwired connection, you're going to make it more likely on your end and on their end that they are going to get a great conversation with you recorded so they don't have to come back the second time. Now, I'm going to be doing a future episode about a list or a website page you can create to share with your guests ahead of time so that they are able to easily see the things that they need to do on their side. So be watching for that. But this is one of those things you can do. Suggest that your guest use a hardwired connection. So let's move on to our next thing that you can do to ensure that those long distance conversations happen glitch free. Okay, the second thing I would suggest that you do to make sure your long distance conversations work when you go to record them is turn off all other programs on your recording computer that you possibly can. I mean, ones you're not going to be using. Now, I understand you may have a a Google Doc open or you may have Microsoft Word open to have an outline that you're following. Hey, that's a great practice. I definitely suggest that you do that. But if you can turn off everything else, especially those programs that might be using the internet for any reason, then you need to do that. So that would be email. That would be you know, Slack, any kind of chat app that you have going on. Because when you do those things, you are, again, hogging your potential internet use to just your recording. So your recording is able to have the best chance of getting a good sound without those little glitches and breaks that you hear when you do a Skype recording. So that's the second thing. Turn off all other programs you possibly can while you're doing your recording. So what's number three? Let's get into it. All right, number three thing I would suggest is don't forget to turn off programs that work in the background. And there are three that I can think of, or four maybe, that are notorious for causing issues. And those are programs like Dropbox or Google Drive or Box or even an antivirus program that's set up to automatically scan your computer at a certain time of day. Now think about it for a second. Those programs are designed to sync information from your computer to a cloud storage place. So what happens if someone on your team or someone who has access to your Dropbox account starts uploading 7,000 photos of their trip to grandma's house? (laughs) It's going to start downloading to your machine, possibly right in the middle of your interview. Now, Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, those three at least I know have a pause function. So you can pause the syncing. You don't have to like uninstall the program or anything. You can just pause it for the duration of your recording session. And that's a thing you would want to put onto a pre-show checklist, which by the way, is another thing I'm going to be creating a future episode on is how to create a pre-show checklist to ensure that you do everything you need to do when you record podcast episodes. But we'll get back to that later. So Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, auto antivirus schedules. In none of these situations do you have to uninstall the program, but you can probably pause that particular function if you just dig through the settings a little bit and you'll find a way to do that and it will give you a much better chance of having a good recording for that conversation the first time. Now, I've already mentioned this once, but I'm going to mention it again because it applies to all these things that I've mentioned so far. And that is, 
if you can get your guest to do these types of things, and I know you really don't want to ask your guest to do too much because you want to make it easy for them to do this particular recording. I get that. I totally get that. And part of the way you overcome that is in the way you approach the conversation and in the way you communicate to your guest, the kind of benefit this particular interview or conversation is going to be to them and to their goals. You see, you don't want to focus on your goal of getting a great recording. You want to focus on your goal of getting a great recording for the sake of how it's going to help your guest. And again, when I do that future episode about preparing your guests for your recorded conversation with them, you're going to hear there's a lot that goes into that. And there's kind of an art to the way that you communicate so that they get on board with you in making sure that your conversation with them is the very best it can be the first time. Hello. I hope that was helpful to you, especially the thing about Dropbox and Google Drive and those kinds of things. I don't tend to think about those things unless I have it written down, which again, leads me back to that recording I'm going to be doing about a pre-show checklist. That should be something that's on a pre-show checklist. Turn off Dropbox or pause Dropbox, pause Google Drive, you know, those kinds of things. So I would love to hear your feedback about this. Maybe you have some other suggestions of things that you have found are helpful to ensure that the technical side of a long distance recording actually happens in a way that is beneficial for you and your guest. I would love to hear those. You can either email it to me at carrie, C-A-R-E-Y at podcastfasttrack.com or better yet, if you see this on social media, share right there in the comments and share your experience, your tips, your tricks, the things you've found that make recordings better. Hey, would you do me a favor? Would you tell one person about podcast vacation, somebody you know who podcasts and wants to make their show the very best it can be. That's what I'm aimed at here on Podcast Vacation is helping you make your show a better show every single time that you record it. Now, you know what time it is. It's time for you to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes, all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.